Hi, I'm Tyler Anderson, and you are watching the Legends of Tabletop. and thank you for joining us at Legends of Tabletop. I really appreciate it. Um, I am met here with Lehman. Would you care to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Lehman Kessler. I'm uh, an actor and uh, I know uh, Leah through the, the wonderful world of Lovecraftiana. I'm uh, probably most well known for uh, portraying HP Lovecraft, uh, the web series Ask Lovecraft. Uh, and it's a pleasure to be here today to talk about a game that has uh, devoured uh, much of my waking life. Yeah, it's quickly devouring much of mine too. Um, I've got almost 10 hours on record on my Steam for that. And uh, and I love Graveyard Keeper. And and thank you, uh, thank you Tiny, I think it's Tiny Bill um, has made the game. And I absolutely appreciate the game. It's It's wonderful. And I'm going to launch it right now. Lazy oh, Bear and Tiny Build. Have <laughs> I shared the screen or not? Uh, it's not showing up here. I don't know if it's going to show up uh, on the rest of the sort of Google chat, but... Um... Yeah, this has been a fantastic find. I very rarely sort of scroll down to the bottom of Steam to check out, like, what's up and coming or trending or things like that. Like, usually I find about games just you know, from reviews or just friends. This was completely just on a whim. I went and poked and saw a Graveyard Keeper and thought, oh, hmm, that, okay. Uh, and when I clicked through, saw that it was releasing like two days later, I was like, well, I'll keep an eye on this. And then two days later, I saw it was uh, a drop. And I thought, I'll, I'll get this game. Again, hadn't heard anything about it. All I knew was the trailer and the, I, that I'd played a ridiculous amount of Stardew Valley. And it had a very Stardew Valley vibe, and I grabbed it, and and boy howdy, like I have I have lost. Uh, you said ten hours. I'm I'm at hour seventeen, which for someone who's a full time stay at home dad uh, might be a bit irresponsible to confess to. Um, but no, I've been I've been really sort of pumping at it uh, over the last uh, like what is it five days? It's been available. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I I am so thankful that you managed to post on Facebook what you were up to because as soon as I saw that, it's like, oh my, I need to play this. Um so yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to share the screen at the moment so other people can see what I'm up to but apparently it's not wanting to work with me today. And that's quite all right. Um, but uh, one of the things that I'm having trouble with, and it's probably due to my own learning curve, is what do you do with those blue gems? How do you get your blue gems? Okay, yes, so that took forever to find, and it's it's been interesting, right? Like this game has so many stop points. 
and little like kind of bottlenecks. And that's both frustrating, but also like gives you something to work towards. I mean, like at any given point in the game, I have about a hundred different things I can pursue, which can be paralyzing. Cause it's like, uh, what do I, do I go shape beat trees to get more honey so I can make muffins? Or do I go and try to like, you know, clear out these blockages so I can explore this part of the map? Or do I try to go make the Bishop happy? Like it is, it, it's it's very good at at finding the threads of Lehman's brain and like tugging at them because, you know, there's an exploration and unlocking element of it, you know, as you like explore more and more of the map, which is ridiculously addictive to me. Um, there's quests from all these different little people, but there's no like counter. Like there's like, like the, you know, the time, the, the way it does time is really fascinating because something I found frustrating with Stardew Valley is you know, you had the different seasons. And if you didn't do like the specific things you need to do in fall and then winter comes around, well, now you got to wait a year before you can uh, collect the, the right fish again or whatever you need to do. Um, whereas in this, the, the fact that it's on sort of a weekly schedule uh, that repeats is a is a really fascinating cycle. Um, so you can like you just spend all your time, you know, making like chopping down trees <laughs> and and making firewood. Uh, or you can go and just like mine for like periods of time, but then like oh I got to get back uh, because it's Sunday and I've got to go do church. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it's it, it gives a really nice rhythm to things. Um, you know it's it's but it's frustrating, right? Because like oh I want to go like to the merchant and sell the thing. Oh I can't because he only shows up on like weird Prince Albert piercing day and like <laughs> uh, it's trying to figure out all the symbols. I, I haven't quite got there yet. Um, but. Uh, or like, oh, I need to go talk to the astrologer. Oops, I, I walked over and it just like it became night and now he's walking away. Like that stuff is a little frustrating. I do like that the main merchant, the main um, the bartender is always there. So you yeah. can always go and <laughs> sell your burial certificates um, or your or your uh, biscuits. Uh, cause I'm trying to think like, what can I, like, what can I make to sell to make money? Cause now I'm at the part of the game where I need, like, I just need money. Um, which uh, they tell you in the preview, like this is a game about capitalism and you've got the donkey yelling at you about being a collaborator with the, <laughs> the capitalist system. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, like it, I don't know. I just, there's, I like the fact that there's always something you can do, even though you do keep running up against these weird kind of arbitrary brick walls. Um, like I said, the blue crystals, it took me forever to be like, like, what are these blue? Like, how do I, how do I get the blue crystals? And then realizing, Oh, I get the blue crystals by studying but to study, I got to get faith, which so I got to wait until Sunday to get okay, the like sure. stuff so I could do like. And now, now that I'm able to craft certain things that gives you the blue crystals, like the really higher and complex things, like uh, crafting glass bottles and rope, uh, crafting story, like when you make a book, that mm -hmm. gives you a, a huge amount of stuff. Um, a big thing for me that I really I, I missed because the skull Jerry kind of mentioned it as a passing thing about like, oh, don't throw bodies in the river, uh, burn them. I was like trying to figure out where to go to burn them. And finally, I just went to that little southern part of the map and found the place where you can burn bodies and get <laughs> like and get the burial certificate for it. I didn't realize you would get a burial certificate. I thought it was just a way to like get rid of bodies. So I lost like, I don't know how many, like, like five or seven silver worth of, of corpses by just chucking them in the river. Um despite also all the environmental impacts. It, this is a fun game to randomly, like without any context, describe what you're doing on Facebook and have people be like, "What are you okay, Lehman? Like, why <laughs> yes. are you why are you talking so much about bodies and, and harvesting bees? Um, and so like, I really have appreciated- yeah. <laughs> Well, I need the skin to make paper. Um, <laughs> 
or you or I could just go hunt bats. Uh, that's the other thing, right? Like the kind of the combat mechanics. I mean, if you've played Stardew Valley, there's so much that's similar. Like the combat's very similar. The energy expenditure is similar. The uh, the fishing is pretty much uh, <laughs> the same game. Uh, yeah. So they, they've they've borrowed very liberally from it. Um, but where they've made adjustments and changes, I've so far I've appreciated it. I, I get a little sort of, I get a little sort of huffy at like all the versions of wood <laughs> that you have to deal with. Like it's, it's nice in Stardew, you've got like wood and like special wood. And this is like, you've got your trees and you need your trees in order to get like your billets and you need the billets in order to get the flitches, to get the planks, or you need them to make the wedges. And I'm just like, what do I, what do I need? There's and different structures you have to build to figure out which ones go where. Well, and it's like taking me back to like video gaming in the 90s where I, I have to have all these like pieces of paper around me in order to like map out like dungeons and also like map out like the various recipes and i feel like the mind the mind minecraft generation is much better at this i feel like minecraft kids understand the idea of like of course you write down like all the different like permutations you need um i have to like relearn this i've been so used to video games like doing that work for me and doing all the note taking for me uh and that's and if there's one thing i really do complain about it's the in the tech tree, I love the tech tree. I love the fact that you can be like, I want to do this and move here, and like, oh, I want to be able to like harvest these plants now. But there's no explanation for like, oh, I want to be able to make glass. Awesome, I'm going to learn how to make glass. And you're like, I'm going to make glass. Nope, you can't make glass until you can have this kind of furnace. So you have to like sit and like twiddle your thumbs until you can research that type of furnace. Oh, I can do the furnace. Nope, you can't build the furnace until you have are able to you know make this kind of paper. And like. The, that we like that's not explained in the tree or it doesn't like come naturally in the tree so you wind up like saving up and saving up and getting really excited because oh i'm gonna get to make candles but then you can't because you have to like be able to make rope and to make rope you need to be able to access hemp and so there's just there's these a lot of little finicky bitch which i feel like the more i play and if i were to go back and play again i would learn all this and sort of remember it better but in the moment it makes that like excitement of like oh i'm gonna get to be able to make this really cool thing soon nope not yet. You need to wait for the next Sunday so that you can do more research and get more <laughs> points so that, yeah, and it's it's a lot of that kind of return and wait and try something new. And like to some degree, that's fun because I like experimenting. I like the fact that everything you do gives you something, even if it's just like a little bit of green or a little bit of red experience, and that all builds up. Um, but it is it is a weird game of like play, 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 brick wall. And then you kind of like, fiddle at that brick wall until you burst through and you feel great and then play, 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 play. And then you kind of hit another brick wall again. So yeah, this has been, so it's been an interesting game to kind of run into. I mean, I played a little bit of like the Harvest Moon games and some of the other like kind of farming simulators games, but they were never my like main go-to thing um, until like Stardew Valley ate up, you know, hundreds of hours. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. Graveyard, the, like the tongue and cheek element of it, make it just stand out all the more. It really reminds me of the humor in uh, Dungeons of Dreadmore, which is yes. a fantastic, fantastic game. Similar kind of like pixely, you know, kind of throwback. Um, yes. It's a roguelike, uh, which has some of that, you know, but the, the similar humor, similar like weirdness. Uh, and I'm I'm excited to see like there's so much more. Like there's a whole town that at some point I unlock. Yes, and I'm excited to sort of see and how I'm that goes. To that as well. So. I mean, just just getting more of the map and gradually uncovering more of the map. And then you get focused on one thing so tightly, it's like you forget about the existence of the larger well, that, 
for, for the moment. And like that, like that's the problem is that like, I'll be like, okay, I need to do this. And and then like, I'll get distracted. It's so like bad if you have any kind of gaming ADHD. <laughs> because like, <laughs> like if I could plan it, I could be like, all right, so this, I'll make sure I have this number of simple tools and I'll be able to take the simple tools and convert those into complex tools so I can do this. I'm like, no, uh, uh, I'm just gonna like mine, I'm gonna mine all the coal so that I have coal for my furnaces, even though I have nothing to go into those furnaces, but I just, I need to have all this coal now. Or, you know, I'm gonna make 8,000 muffins. Uh, I make so much. I'm at the point where I'm just, I have so many muffins. Just nice. kinda like, like all, my all my trunks are just filled with the excess muffins that I can't like store in my pockets. Okay. Uh, and again, the emergent narrative of this game is so ridiculous. Like when you sort of like sit down and think about what you're doing <laughs> and like how it's all kind of playing out. Um, the weird stuff you have to get for people, uh, the weird things you run across, like I'm decorating my basement with skulls. I don't know why I'm I'm decorating my basement with skulls, but the game gave me the option to convert all these skulls I'd been harvesting into like creepy wall and column mounts. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do that. Um, why not? And and yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird fiddly things, and I'm in, and I really I really enjoy that. I find that kind of uh, strangeness in a game like this very appropriate you know like it's yeah. it's all sort of on brand um you know the the weird the weird puzzle of corpses is is challenging like the whole like you know the they you know the quality of the corpse you know you've got like the the white skulls and the red skulls and you want to make like you want to remove organs in order to have fewer red skulls but if you remove too many organs you'll get all red skulls that i'm not as enjoying but I, I i you know i sort of i reached a point where my my graveyard was pretty enough and i was like all right i'm just gonna leave it like this <laughs> uh, it was yeah. very weird when to make my graveyard better i had to start taking bodies out of it and replacing it with grass <laughs> when i learned how to make lawn uh and lawn decorations it's like okay okay no more dead bodies dead bodies are <laughs> and actual graves i'm just going to turn this into like a little mini park now um is it's so strange and uh i i enjoy that strangeness and i think uh, i'm very excited to see kind of what comes next i hadn't um i, I saw that the company has done other games too uh what was it hello neighbor i think they did hello neighbor oh okay uh which, you play which that one at all no oh it's it's a vr game okay i i believe they've done hello neighbor it's a VR punch club game. punch club was the other one that oh. i that i'd heard they did which looks kind of like a kick um uh i guess it's like a weird boxing simulator <laughs> Bo like, bo like boxing club simulator um that's what lazy bear did uh yeah hello neighbor i don't i don't know at all oh uh, yeah your your neighbor is doing some strange things but don't get caught oh interesting oh so it's kind of like um it's sort of like a rear window yeah game. oh interesting yeah. It looks uh, um it looks very classic point and click like a sort of grim fandangoy or uh, psychonauts it's got a uh, the yeah the look of that looks very psychonauts e r e yes um so un unfortunately i have not been able to play hello neighbor yet no. <laughs> I, as, as a a lack of resources on my end due to uh, an htc vibe i i don't have an htc right. um, but, but yeah, um, with the, as, as the technology ages, hopefully the costs will decrease. Oh, <laughs> let's hope so. Yes. Um, 
but no, I mean this. I mean this has been so interesting. You know, I I, I really appreciate the kind of the throwback to pixely, like you know, sort of Super NES Plus kind of uh, uh, aesthetic. Absolutely, um, it it almost makes me think that it was built in an RPG maker slash Degica style of creation uh, engine. Well, and and there's a lot of games like that, and they can and they can feel sort of generic and RPG. I mean, that's like the, the good thing about RPG Maker is that it's allowed people to really practice and explore and do all these cool things. The problem is that there are so many games that just look like RPG Maker games. Uh, it's the same issue I have with how there's so many games on Steam um, have just that very same 2D platformer like going across the screen uh, sort of mechanic and vibe. And they, and they just, there's a, Again, it allows you to do lots of cool things and like running and jumping and fighting and like, you know, that kind of Ninja Gaiden, just 2D action scroller. There's just so many of them and they ha and there's a sameness that comes across so that when something is able to stand out, it's really cool. And this really stood out. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, you know, I found out about it two days later. I bought it five days later. I've like lost my family, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that that speaks to um I think it speaks to the, the quality of the game and how it's able to kind of grip you and keep giving you more and more things. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see once I win, uh, you know, once I achieve some sort of end state, uh, whether it'll be the kind of game I want to go back to and try different things like this time, try to do more farming and be more like, see if I can sort of ignore the grave aspect and just kind of like focus on, cause the, again, everything becomes sort of a chore, you know, because, yes. you know, because literally it's like, Oh, I've got to go, I've got to go get my wheat that I've planted. And like, Oh, I got to get my beets. Oh man. It took me forever. I got really frustrated because uh, I didn't realize that grapes had to go be planted in a specific vineyard. Cause I had done, there's yes. the, you can build the garden plots with stakes. And I thought, Oh, this is where the, the, the vines and stuff grow, but it wouldn't let me plant them there. And I'm like, but it's, this is where you put, no, you have to you have to wander up along the edge. Well, you have to go over into the Witch Hill, and then you have to find this weird area. Which again, I saw because I saw it on the on the map. I saw like vineyard. I'm like, oh, okay. Like that was the only thing that clued me in. Oh, that's where I go to make go like get grapes. And now I've got my my uh, my vineyard all set up and my grapes all going. Um, but again, that's that leads you down a rabbit hole of like, once you got your grapes, then you need to start learning distilling and then you need to make wine. And then you need, like, you know, there's so many of these things you can kind of go down and trying to figure out, okay, what do I want to focus on now? What do I want to do? Like, I just want to make money. So if I really just want to make money, all I should be doing is like planting wheat, harvesting water and making 8,000 like dinner rolls to sell. Because <laughs> uh, that's like the quickest, cheapest, fastest thing I can, you know, create. Um, yeah. Cause, cause yeah, it does become this very, this weird game of like maximizing your time and trying to figure out how to like make the most of it. But at the same time, I also want to do cool things like explore and go into the dungeon and find more. Like I haven't found a single bloody nail yet, you know, and I want to like figure out what's down in the dungeon um, and, and collect more onion seeds. Cause I only have two and you need four onion seeds before you can have any onions. You know, it's again, this, this game makes you think in very strange ways. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Speaking of strange ways, what, what is going on strange in your existence right now? Uh, anything that we should be aware of? Oh, uh, I mean, in my personal existence right now, uh, well, taking well, care yeah. of in, in your creation <laughs> creator's world. What, what's uh, going on with you? 
the the, the big thing that I've started up with uh, Ask Lovecraft, because Ask Lovecraft began as kind of a comedy advice show, and now we've branched out and do an interview show, a chat show, uh, which we're calling Ask Lovecraft After Dark. And that's yeah. been a lot of fun. We've been able to, uh, we've had on uh, game designers like uh, Ken Height and Scott Glancy. We've uh, we've had on writers like Molly Tanzer and David Nichol and Sylvia Marina Garcia, filmmakers like Laurie Brewster. Pretty much I'm just harvesting my social media network to be like, hey guys, want to come on and talk about horror and have a few swears and it's been uh it's been an absolute treat so if folks are, are interested i loved the interview with adam sky glancy you did that was a <laughs> fantastically entertaining time well it's the um, easiest thing in the world because you just like say hey scott what's going on and then an hour and a half later you've got a full interview <laughs> without having to say anything else <laughs> oh my goodness yes so speaking of matt what what has been your experience with graveyard keepers so far um it's a bit of a long history because i i spotted it on steam last year when they were just gauging interest and then i got the alpha and uh it's it's been amazing like all the things that were bugging me in the alpha like quality of life issues they've, they've addressed in in full and i was just really disappointed that they didn't keep the updates and the alpha going they went no no we're going to go for full release and that's that's been completely put to rest but at least they did address some of those issues that you had with the alpha correct oh definitely definitely like uh, it things like the it's little features like uh being able to queue up multiple items making some of the busy work like a little bit simpler um which i think i almost feel like this is a direct response to stardew valley where they're like we really love this but we we need to fix these issues we need to specifically fix what we think is wrong with stardew valley and the whole harvest moon genre mm -hmm. yeah and that's one thing that i did notice with this game is that a lot of those hiccups that you do find with those resource management games that have become quite popular. Uh, those issues seem to have been overcome for the most part. And I am just focused on getting the next task done uh, of this specific area that I want to work on instead of, you know, why isn't this working like it should? I mean, everything seems to work rather smoothly for me um it it only took a few moments to realize oh my stove's not working because i don't have any fuel in there you know and just little hiccups like that well there's a lot of there's a there's there's not a whole lot of hand holding <laughs> you know there's a lot no. of things you have to kind of figure out by trial and error which is really cool like that's a really like neat way of like you know being able to be very self-motivated to kind of like you know re-engineer and tinker with but it can also be very frustrating when there's some very obvious thing that they either had an npc mention three hours ago that yes. you're sort of like oh i'll remember that uh or it just kind of got you know lost in the shuffle and i think you know like i said sort of losing track of where I could go to, you know, uh, incinerate bodies was, uh, you know, that could, that would have been incredibly helpful, uh, as I had all these garbage bodies full of surgical monstrosities within them. <laughs> um, and, and there was just nothing to sort of like clue you in, like, remember you can go to that place and, and, you know, set fire to bodies if you need I, to. I think um, the biggest area that that comes into is the alchemy because. It, oh, they, gosh they, darn. And that they didn't, they started to implement a bit of that in the alpha where you could do little bits, but they, you know, they, it wasn't ready. So they weren't explaining it. I've come to this and now it's huge. And like, 
getting hold of recipes for the uh for potions and other things is quite intensive like you you either have to put all the points in to get all of the to, to get all of the formulas or you have to go hunting around or and then for items and then trying them all out well it, it took it, really... it didn't explain anything right it just says you know put two items here and create something i'm like what kind of items can i can i put the like solutions here no you can't because you can only put the solutions in the right like slot so that yeah. like was frustrating at first i'm like oh well obviously a solution can be mixed oh i guess it can't and then i happened to click on the right slot and saw that the solutions were selectable so i guess i'm assuming you have to also find powders but like you can make solutions before you yeah, can make yeah. powders. there's loads of ways you can you can get at those items i think one of the things probably one of the only big complaints is it's is like information feedback in certain areas of the game like um you know the, the whole being able to access your storage in an area is really helpful but when i'm like oh there was a couple of things i went to build in the church basement oh what did i need i can't be at my storage and check what i need precisely remember. i have to write it down i actually well, so I, was, I was saying that you need just like you need like a notepad or like just like a, a you know one of those uh cork boards with strings of red like and it's yeah that 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 i again it, it was it's like classic gaming it's like you know old school gaming where an npc mentioned something and you better write down because that npc is never going to say it again <laughs> and if you know yep. it's, it's it really is that that kind of old school pre-internet you can't just go to an faq you've just got i mean i'm sure if I, they now have they the fact well, that they launched that the stuff on the wiki they, they launched that wiki which was very helpful uh because there were again there's just a few things that you miss and so if you don't know you know if you don't know what to think like you know i i couldn't figure out how to find mods for the longest time because i would see the little like glowing floating things i knew i had to collect mods and i and i i you know leveled up so i knew i could go and get the mods but then when i went to like what i thought was obviously mods flying around at night you know the the little yellow kind of misty things nope nothing there and then finally i had to look up it's like no you harvest flowers at night and that's how you get a moth and i'm like i guess that makes sense and if i had been yeah. harvesting flowers at night except there's only one flower i really need I, like I think, I think they get away with that a little bit like it's not as frustrating because of the way with, with Stardew Valley, I often found that if I didn't have much to do for a day because I'm waiting for cash to come in, uh, I, I'd be like, I just want to go back to bed. I need to. I don't want to go and make myself busy with this activity I don't want to do for now. For now, I'll get to, you know, I don't want to go in the mines. I'll, I'll wait. Whereas with this, because you can rest anytime, you can do anything at any time apart from NPCs on certain days, but you, you can be doing other work at any other time and pursuing any area it just gives you more freedom so you might be like oh well it's not nighttime anymore so I'll, I'll i'll go grab some butterflies or i'll go grab some honey or i'll go grab some resources from here and you can keep switching out what you're doing whereas with stardew valley they're like no you need to be here to collect your crops and you need to go do this and you need to go do this and drop these things off whereas the only time you need to do anything at certain times is uh opening up the dungeon story uh, the dungeon sort of quest line with snake in the basement and then going to npcs to maybe drop them off items and since they introduced the teleport stone uh it's just it's made it so much oh man when i got that stone i was so oh, like the fact that it takes you between your house and the store was amazing i really yeah. wish it could also go to the little like secret house but i guess that's why it's the secret house oh, what, what is that the the one by the mine 
Quarry. Yeah, the quarry. Yeah, setting that up. The quarry. Yeah, the little, the little, uh, the one that's across the river, and that was all like that whole adventure of like realizing I could sort of go around the whole thing as opposed to making a bridge. Like that was a, like again that really rewarded that sense of like I'm just going to go exploring. I'm not going to go make anything. I'm just going to see where this edge of the river leads, and if it goes somewhere cool, yeah. you don't feel punished that like you're not constantly pursuing a goal. Like finding something out like that is is valuable, and you don't have to bring a lot of resources to to go like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna fix this up it doesn't go you need 50 wood and 30 stone and yeah. you know 50 nails it just goes here have a little bit everything is really yeah. reasonably priced so if you have it with you you can easily do it then if you don't you don't need to carry loads of items to then unlock that little bit and it, it, it you know you can with the quarry it's like yeah you need to set up a few things but it's very cheap and ends up becoming really useful. I, I, I overuse the quarry. What I tend to do is go up there and just get about 150 iron and some coal, come back and go, right, I haven't got to think about iron for weeks. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's the same thing with cooking, right? It's like, all right, going to make yeah. 8,000 muffins. Bye. <laughs> it's, it's really good that you can do that. That's something I, I, I thought was, a. I mean, I like the whole seasonal part of Stardew Valley, and I think it's, it's a, an integral part of how it works because that's what keeps the variety going but because there isn't that restriction in graveyard keeper you can you can just do stuff like that i've taken care of iron like i, I spend 10 minutes doing the quarrying and then i don't have to think about that for a while i can be focused on other tasks rather than well and, and, and start doing it also it felt like if you didn't do things on a daily level it would punish you right if you didn't water yeah. the plants it punished you if you didn't go and like pet the pigs it would punish you yeah and there's nothing you have to do every day like your carrots will sit there for months if oh, you don't yeah. if you don't pick them <laughs> but like it's not you're, you're just missing out on the opportunity for more carrots it's not yeah. like oh the only thing you sort of ha I, fe I feel you have to do is church every week <laughs> which yeah and i think that's really funny. simple it's, it's much much simpler um it's a shame. I mean, I think that's something they may add, but like, it's a shame that the sermons aren't a little bit more. I thought there's going to be a little bit more references and jokes in there, but it's always yeah. our church. Church is great, and like, that, oh, yeah, I thought with the oh, each, I thought the different sermons you would get yeah, that I was, too. I was hoping he was going to make no, loads of nerd reference, and they'd be blown <laughs> away, and you'd be going, "That's that's Star Trek, mate. That's, that's <laughs> you know, quite well." And I um. I, what I would also love is I would love someone I would love a merchant who will buy anything you have oh. made. Like that's the other thing I find frustrating, right? Like like oh I'll make these cakes and I'll make this cool thing and then I'll go to the the you know merchant. And he's like nope, I am only interested in you know muffins okay. and bread. And you're like really? But I made this cool like slime monster dessert. Don't you want to eat that? Nope. Okay. And I feel like. I feel like different guys will buy different things, but that means I have to run around to every single merchant with every permutation of items and my, you know, that I potentially could have access to and see like, will you buy this? Will you buy this? And like make notes of that. And that's not terrible, but it's also a little frustrating, right? Yeah. It's, 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 uh, I, what I found early on is cause I, I, there was a bit of a problem in the alpha in that you, once you uh, multiplied your, uh, once you got your graveyard to a certain standard, you got your church to a certain standard, that multiplied your cash. I think they hadn't got the balance right because I was making silly amounts of money, but no one oh, would okay. buy anything. So oh, now right. Around you, I, I kind of figured out early on that you, you should just basically go get yourself lots of iron, refine it into nails and parts, and then just sell them to the blacksmith. Once oh, interesting. Once you can get the cauldron to, to do that alchemy quest line, the, the witch in the swamp. Yeah, but also because that's the most profitable thing you can do, and I think oh, interesting selling nails. Okay, 
Thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, it's a good. That's a, that's my pro tip. Just do, get the quarry ready. Go get yourself loads of iron and then sell it to the blacksmith early on because you'll run out of money so quickly. Money just oh. Well, I was like, oh, I've saved up. I felt really great. I was like, I was doing really well and moving along. And then I had to go buy a new whetstone and that emptied me out. Ten silver. How far are you guys along? Because I've unlocked the big church and I'm nearly at the cathedral now. No, I, so I've just opened up the western. I've just opened up the western half of my graveyard. Um, oh, I'm still doing that. I'm, I'm still, I've still unlocked. I'm still, cause I don't want to help the inquisitor too much. So I gave him, no, I gave him his firewood, but I didn't give him the flyers. <laughs> cause I don't want to be responsible for a lot of dead people. Yeah, yeah, um, Jerry uh, had a go at me for helping too much. Cause I only, I, only oh, okay. gave, I gave him both uh, the flyers and the firewood. And Jerry's like, you're with them. No. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Uh, although Jerry hasn't given me a quest in like 97 days. So like, screw him. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, so I'm I'm I, I was telling as I was uh, telling Leah, you know, like there's 800 things you can be doing at any given moment. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I have that like that choice paralysis of like, oh, I should be making my church prettier, but I should also kind of be like getting more honey. And oh, I, I need to collect 20 bees, and I'm only at four of my 20 bees. Like I'm obsessed with you know, like it's it it makes you feel like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna go to church. Uh oh, good. It's 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 Sunday. I can go to church. Um. So, so yeah, I think at this point I'm trying to build up the quarry. I'm slowly exploring the dungeon, uh, which is all right. Like, I, I mean, I feel like it was more, this dungeon delving in Stardew Valley was more dynamic and more interesting. Um, there was more reward for it because you specifically could go in there for things that you could get elsewhere, but not. Yeah. Always. There's, there's, stuff well, and, there and, you can't get yeah. elsewhere. And yeah, so there's there's sort of bits like, but I mean, it's still it's still a thing, and I'm 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 interested in exploring that and seeing where that goes. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very you know it's very curious in the way you know, and I need money, right? That's the next thing I need to get the the, the next like church development. I need twenties over, and I I'm far away from that because you, I only make so many muffins. Just just stick on a podcast for half hour, like maybe a podcast like this for half hour, and just and just like I I'm literally grabbed about thirty pieces of, of iron, like the slabs. Yeah. Yeah, not have food with me. I do not <laughs> grind that into iron. Take it back home. Yeah, teleport. The fact that you can sleep there is is so amazing. I'm like, I'm so happy. Well, because the save. Okay, this is the same issue I had with Stardew Valley, but it's better in this. But the fact that you can only save when you're sleeping. I mean, you again, you could just like go and sleep for you know like a minute after you've woken up. So that's slightly better than Stardew Valley. But it's still frustrating as a dad. I'm like, I have to be able to like stop a game and like run off if like my my kid starts crying. Uh, so the dog is that your dog, Lima? That is my that is my dog who is uh, oh. bark, barking at a squirrel outside. I have dog. no doubt. Oh, okay. Keeping needs. We need a dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that like an inability to just do a quick save, like quick save, quick exit, is frustrating. But it's at least better in this than in Stardew Valley, where yeah. I've, I've essentially stopped playing Stardew Valley because I find that so frustrating. That like I have to your, your fifteen minute stretch, and yeah. sometimes you like I only wanted to do this little bit of the day, yeah. and then I'll come back and do the more tedious thing later but you can't Seriously. do that Whereas with this you can go you know what I, i'm gonna sleep and i love the way that because of your energy levels you can use sleep to speed up processes as well rather than waiting so much like you would do in stardew it's like well can't do anything for two days whereas with this you can find something to do to well and it's giving and it's giving day. you it's giving you experience it's giving you just more of your resources like there's nothing that wastes your time 
aside from just sitting around, right? Like there's, there's always something you're getting and the way the like leveling up and the buying technologies eats through your experience is such that like, I'll be like, oh man, I've got like 800 red, like, oh, I'm wasting my time. And then like, I'll take two technologies and that'll go away. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, well, I'm glad I had all that red. Yeah, I'm probably about three quarters away through the tech tree now. I've unlocked a few full trees. Yeah, I've played a bit much of this since it came out. As soon as, as, soon as I was like, where's my, where's my key? Where's my key? How, okay, so how I'm very interested in how this changed from the alpha. You mentioned like a couple of little tweaks, but I mean, is it noticeable? Is it noticeably different at this point? Did they sort of like explode it, um, you know, expand uh, yeah, was, it? Yeah, I think the furthest you could get in the alpha was you could get the big church, but you kind of had to really push the limits of things. It was so tedious, like getting the fish for the... Um, oh, for the, the bishop, bishop guy? Oh, the way yeah, that was annoying. That was to keep buying and selling rods to the fishing guy so you could finally oh. buy the fish. And, I mean, that was in the alpha, but that was because the content wasn't added. All the little shortcuts where uh, you can, you know, like the li little stone, like the, the little bridges and things like that, you can unlock by just like chopping through them and, and throwing a couple of resources that they, they weren't there. Okay. But most of the map was there. You couldn't go to town. Uh, which I still haven't done, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's I haven't great. done that. It's really weird because you 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 can move in such a non you you can progress in such a non linear way. Like the fact I I've got this far, I've almost got the western part of the church, and almost got the cathedral. Yet I haven't even been to town. There are well, it feels I've right it's, at the start. Like, I still haven't done. It's like Skyrim or Fallout, right? Like, you know, <laughs> there's sort of this main plot you can see, but it's like, I kind of just want to, you know, work on my house over here and I kind of want to just make 8,000 muffins and maybe go help a witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 uh, it's, it's strange that uh, there's, there's loads of quests that you just you can just ignore. I mean, there's one thing that I'm really hoping doesn't play out the way it did in the alpha is if you do a few more of Jerry's missions... And there's the writer in the tavern. Yes. They both give you stories. But I think that's because if you were, if you for some reason didn't take the story technology from, you know, that you discover stories by oh, right. randomly, that you would still be able to access them later. Because otherwise, you missed, if you didn't take it really early on, you're going to miss out on loads of random rewards as stories. Oh. From oh, interesting. Gathering oh, oh, I see. Oh, because you can't collect it. Oh, I see. But I'm okay. hoping they don't do that with too many of the NPCs where it's like, yeah, I know that, you know, I know I can get stories, but is that all I'm getting from this NPC is like a couple of quests and then a resource sync for, for another resource I can exchange. Okay. The multiple directions, the multiple paths you can take to get resources is very nice, given the fact that there are so many of these like kind of uh, bottlenecks and roadblocks in the way. You know, like I can harvest flesh to make paper or i could just go and kill a bunch of bats at night and make paper you know like i, yeah. I haven't found a workaround for human fat yet i think there's only only one way to get fat <laughs> i'm so glad they give you burial certificates for uh cremating corpses oh so yes that doesn't make any sense but i don't care it's like, oh, yeah. thank you. because one of the limits of the alpha was that you had to dump the bodies in the river now there, i think there was going to be a punishment for it but they never implemented it so it was like, that's what i was I, yeah I, where, I keep waiting I for that because I dumped so many bodies. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, it's easier. It's easier to curate your graveyard now with better quality bodies, even without uh, the embalming stuff, which I still haven't touched because, because of my hoarding mentality, I want to build up tons of resources so I can't make two potions, and then go. Oh wait, I can't make any more of these. I'm going to have to go off and spend half an hour getting more resources. Again, the alchemy stuff is sort of the least 
explained and therefore I, I like a bit more frustrating. And I, I'm, you know, I'm someone who wants to try to make the thing as opposed to have to go out and buy it. So I was like, oh, I want to make ink. Oh, I can't make ink because I need black paint. And I have, there's, there's no explanation for how to make black paint. I assume it's alchemical. Um, that, but, that, that's, that's an area I'm about to push on with because I want to, I want to find out more and what, what was like how they were supposed to flag all this for you because at the moment the only thing you can really do is is you get the uh, the embalming recipes and then the step between making them though is like a few different flasks and whatnot and it's like oh i can't I, I don't know how to make this other than through trial and error or giving in and going to the wiki which i haven't done yet but the temptation is there i'd rather yeah I'd rather do a few missions for the witch or do, you know, maybe do a little bit more for the, uh, the astrologer. Uh, once again to town, maybe, maybe I'll get some recipes from there. Well, it would be nice if it would be nice if the quest, it would be nice if the quest timed a bit more with what you're doing, right? Like, I mean, the, the Inquisitor demands a flyer and the amount of technology you require to make a flyer yeah, is really know. high because you don't know what you're doing, right? Like, you know, I didn't realize essentially all I needed was, uh, you know, the, the, to buy the tech up to it, and then essentially get uh, ink and uh, uh, ink and quill from the astrologer and and paper, right? You know, like there's no explanation for that. So I'm like, ah, it looks like I'm going to have hours and hours and hours before I can well, do this say, one extra thing. If you're a player that wants to build it rather than go buy the things, it's like, oh yeah, I could buy it from the thing, but I want to learn to make black ink. They put a lot of steps in between, and it feels cheap to then go and buy it when. But at the same time, if you want to do it the, the more manual way, they put a lot more steps in between you and the quest. And that's, I think that's why it's been easy for me to just ignore uh, so many quests is because, they, like you say, unless you incidentally come across things like the, like the bees and whatnot on, or the moths or the butterflies, unless you come across them in what you're already doing, it'll be a while before you fulfill the conditions. And then by that point, you've forgotten that you have a quest to hand in. Yeah. It just it feels like the quest could have been a way to teach the game essentially, like teach sort of things incrementally. You know, uh, yeah. the astrologer wants you to make acid. Well, okay, there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to do before you can make acid. But if you had wanted smaller like alchemical things, or been like, yeah. I need you to bring, you know bring me these solutions, maybe. that would have made you go, oh, how do I make a solution? Oh, I do that. Oh, okay, I've got the thing that the dude wants. I'll go take it to him right now. You know, like that. I feel like that could have been a way to create a kind of treadmill of trial and error and experiment plus sort of a goal with a quest that takes you further there, there, along. Checkpoints along it because it wouldn't be so bad to do the trial and error if there was just a few more uh, checkpoints along the way that allowed you to go, oh, I've learned this bit. I'm going to get a small reward for it. Yeah. And especially again, going back to like money, it's especially in the early game. You're so focused on getting food and getting basic resources. <laughs> yes. That, and paying that, off the donkey. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That that was something that wasn't in the alpha and it absolutely cracked me up. Because he made the joke yeah. about only getting paid five carrots a day by some capitalist and, <laughs> and then, then he poops on your path. And I'm like, dude, what I just got here. What are you doing? Yes. The the frustration the keeper like uh, demonstrates at not knowing what's happening and being really confused is very w nicely modeled on you, yeah. the player. I, <laughs> yeah. That's that's quite. I, I like I like the story and tone, and I think it fixes another problem. With Stardew Valley, is you're just on a timer, you're on your calendar, and when you get to about maybe the end of the second year, maybe the third year, a lot of players like I know have not actually got round to completing Stardew Valley because they lose their sense of purpose by that point. Well, and if you, you miss something. 
if you miss something that's supposed to happen in the fall and you have to wait a whole other year before you can collect the fish and take it to the town hall center and collect the yeah, magic I, mean, I, I can, I can run that now Ooh. i can do it in a year and the, by the foot by the second summer i can complete the whole thing but it's like i've planned to be able to do all that that's like having played yeah fine you don't get that in in graveyard keep it's like you miss you miss a guy and you're like oh i'll just do that next week yeah You'll I'll just go. I'll just go grind out some. But... I'll just go grind out some gravestones, which is going to make uh, my day be five seconds long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that takes so much energy to uh... do the gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best. I, I think it, that's another thing about like the research is it's very hard to get onto the blue tree early on, the blue points early yes. on, and some of the rewards for the things you build sometimes like some of the gravestones like the higher gra the higher gravestones i'm about to start making marble ones i just need a few more blue points but it's like oh i'll make this no wait that only gives me one point of each yet it costs like 45 energy <laughs> then you'll make yes. something else well i mean like, that's that cost 20 and it gave me three points the each. Time for the first third of the game i just slept i'd do something then sleep yeah, our Stardew Valley had that problem, and a lot of people, I, I, I'm worried that people will have the same issue, maybe to a lesser degree because of how this is designed, but the same issue with Graveyard Keeper as they did with Stardew. The amount of players I, I saw that's like, well, for, for the first week I couldn't do anything because I kept running out of energy, and it doesn't make getting food better. And I saw this on the, on the forums during the alpha. Things like making a sandwich. Sandwiches give you 17 energy, yet bread gives you 12. So... But you don't get like loads of sandwiches. Meat is kind of a rare, oh, not rare, but not the most stable source of ingredients. Yes. But everything else is locked off. The amount of recipes that I weren't locked in the alpha, but are now, I was like, oh, right. I just I have to pay five silver to get this recipe. That's quite a lot of money in the early game. But you need the food more than you need the money at yeah. that point in the game. So I think there's a little bit of balancing to do. Because things like, yeah, a sandwich being 17 energy, bread is 12, but you need bread and meat, which meat gives you 12. It's like, where did you get this balance from? Well, and the, the buffs, the buffs are nice, right? I mean, they're a nice way of being like, okay, here's this thing. Yes, it doesn't give you, it doesn't give you a ridiculous amount more stuff, but it means that you get more points when you do research, or it means that you're able to fish a little better. Like that was a clever workaround for, because yeah, like I'm just literally shoving muffins in my face <laughs> because yeah. it's a fairly simple thing to do. Yeah, and I'm already out there trying to like steal bees. So, you know, I'm going to have the honey. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think it's the same for going to town as well. Some of the resources, the way they replenish, it takes a full week to replenish them. It, things like buying eggs and milk that you can't produce yourself, which I'm kind of glad of because the animal part of Stardew Valley drove me insane. And I don't want more con constant busy work like that, which yeah. I think they've reduced in this. But, yeah. Yeah, but also that's a whole part of the game that you don't do though right like i did eggs and milk once and like made my special thing but i'm like that's such a pain and it's such a resource cost and why would i keep doing that yeah yeah i i think i think that's something that just needs tweaking not even a major overhaul just a little digit you know little little values tweaking to to, to get yeah. that more on. well again if there were more quests and things and like someone's it's someone's birthday and they need like this kind of cake like you know things like that where you can maybe play around with it a bit more or people are, are will pay you you find out that one person will pay you ridiculous amounts for cake so like oh like here's my reason for doing this but then you get things where like you have two separate quests that are just to get fish fillets and but yeah. slightly different fish fillets i'm like why 
why this? Like, I like you've already taught me the fishing mechanic. Why do you have these two quests doing kind of the same thing? Uh, but worse? I don't know. Like, it, th- th- these are fiddly things. As a whole, like I said, I have lost myself in this game. It has been incredibly oh, okay. rewarding. I, I, it, I, I, it, I was worried the alpha had burned me out, but the, the just the thing, it, it's such a simple thing, but just the ability to queue things up on its own and then not keep going into the interface and messing around, particularly when you need a lot of something, it just made the game so much more streamlined. And it's like, you right, know, I haven't figured that out. I, how do you, how, you're able to like queue up different things so you can like make a whole bunch of simple tools and then program it to make more complex tools after that. Um, no, no, like, um, I mean, you still have to like do each step of like yeah. doing the stone then turning the stone into what have you, but if, if the you fact that you can do like eight, even at a like, time, uh, I would gather like hundreds of in the alpha. I'd gather hundreds of firewood because I didn't want to keep start. I didn't want to keep, you know, spinning plates. I thought, right, I'll just dump loads of firewood. That's my problem sorted for you know weeks and weeks in game. But I'd have to click them individually. I'd have to. Oh, I'd be like like that. Whereas okay, a lot of times and dump all the firewood into something. That little those little sliders, the little like left and right. I'm really hoping they introduce is. When you're doing recipes like things like the soups, where you can have different quality ingredients, you can only do those one at a time. And that's driving me insane because I've got more than enough resources to queue up like 100 cabbage soups and <laughs> leave them there. And I want to be able to do that. I think that's just an oversight, like maybe something they've not updated yet. Maybe they'll, um, they'll get Here's that. a question. Now, you've, you've played a bit longer. Does your... Does your personal inventory ever get bigger are you able to essentially do the stardew valley thing of buying a better backpack not, not that i've discovered but i'm hoping it's in town it's just oh yeah, good i may need to go into the dungeon and get the town pass and i mean it is that carrots dangled just out of reach <laughs> yeah <laughs> Never well, there is this, frustrating, yeah though. i mean this game is kind of backpack quest sort of like diablo like i do spend so much time doing fiddly inventory management <laughs> which you also do in stardew and you do in lots of these kind of games um the whole um, if you're in the same vicinity as your chests, oh, working, man. it's like, how is this not the, the absolute industry standard for any kind of creative game? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That, that was, especially in the lab, especially in the, in your cellar, when you get the, like, because I love the fact that you can build both a bookshelf and a scroll shelf and, uh, uh, exactly. you know, the, the, the recipe rack and you can put whatever you want on any of them, but it just makes sort of mentally organizing so much nicer. Yeah. I mean, one of the first things I do in, in the building areas, I, I try and get the, the area extended and then I put a few chests down and one is wood and sort of parts. One is stone and, you know, chisels. And then the other one is metal and like nails and things. And I put all those in and then the chest by the door, I keep like quest items and random things that I'm going to need to give to NPCs. Yeah. So when I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see the so-and-so today, I step out my front door, grab the quest item and then go off. So it does, it does require you to be a little bit vigilant about your not keeping stuff in your inventory. Like, I only use picks at the quarry, so I don't keep my pick on me. I drop it at the chest at the oh, quarry. Oh, that's smart. And that, 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 was, that was a game changer for me because I was, like, carrying stuff around. And I'm like, well, what yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need this here. Like, if you're not going into the dungeon, don't keep your armor and your sword on you. Cause the, well, see, the, I thought about the, that, except if I want to do stuff at night and then, like, suddenly bats are all up on me. Like, that, I realized I did need to have my sword because I didn't know when I was going to be out and about collecting honey and things like that. Yeah, although you can kind of get, like, for me, like, what annoyed me about that was, like, I want to get to the quarry. I can go that way, but you can just walk around it and still yeah. go there. Yeah. Um, but usually I just don't bother with 
collecting stuff at night that's dangerous but i mean if you know it's not a huge thing but you i think you need to learn to drop things off that you're not using it just again it's another one of those things it doesn't really tell you and if there's no expanded inventory i'm really hoping just like a satchel just <laughs> that's right the size of the game really impresses me and I'm very excited to see where it goes and kind of how it keeps playing and eventually if it ends, how it ends. Uh, you know, you don't have the standard, uh, you got to get married and you've got to, you know, win the, the or pay off the farm. You know, it doesn't have one of those kind of end game points. Uh, so I'm very curious to see how the like strangely science fictional take kind of, because yeah. th that opening sequence is so bizarre. <laughs> it is, oh my goodness. I ended up, uh, I ended up wailing just a little bit. I'm like, oh no! And my <laughs> husband was downstairs and he heard me uh, because it it just seemed so him, you know, <laughs> like the very opening play out where he would be playing on his phone and walking in traffic. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it kind of it very quickly goes from like although you have your objective of get home. I think it does a really good job of getting you like lost in the world rather than actually caring about your real life anymore because you suddenly you do become involved in the town and like I like I really instantly like the bishop because he's just so <laughs> uh he he's he's an, he's you know he's a narcissist but he's a friendly narcissist so he you he gets away with being like whipping out his mirror and preening his hair and you know mm. because he's he's nice to you he's like yes I'm fabulous but you know it's okay you're nice like you know yeah. nice anchor for you uh for, for for the game it's like i can always depend on this guy i can always you know you try telling the merchant that you're from another world and he goes on about how he's not he's he, you know this is too low a class for me and you're like oh god no one understands what's going on here this one go home. It, well I, thank I, you for I, having us on to talk about this has hey, been this has oh. been consuming my life so i'm glad i have an outlet because my my wife yeah, is I, not interested similar too like i'm just sitting and listening to you both and and it's like okay I, I'm learning different methodologies here. This is going to be great. So I can't wait to go back to the game and apply the things that I've heard you both talk about. Because, I mean, even though even though I do have several hours on record, some of that was like running down and doing laundry and making sure... This is this is a great game for like, I'm just going to put on like Netflix and, you know, binge watch, you know, Samurai Gourmet while running around collecting my maggots and going fishing and making yes. sure that I've got my yeah, butterflies. It's very, it's very soothing that you can just, you, you, you can get on, you can do a little bit and then you can switch off. Like it, yes. it's, it's a nice game that you, you don't feel like you, you could do half hour or you could do six hours. It's, it's good for that. You the problem is that. And if you play it right before bed, you're stuck like lying in bed with your like eyes closed, seeing inventory screens, being like, "Oh, I really need to go like make those six, six, sixteen simple tools. Maybe if I maybe if I just sneak out of bed, I can go just just those. That's all I'm gonna do. Make those sixteen I simple tools. Need, I need two wooden beams. That's all I need. Oh, I made a flitch and I need a plank. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, now, Lehman, we started talking about what you had been up to, but Matt, what have you been up to lately? Uh, what I'm, projects do you have coming up? I, I, it's not something I can show anything of yet because I'm just going through like the pre-alpha stages, but I'm doing a demake of uh, Stalker. Oh. Uh, so it's going to be, I'm going to do it as a top-down 
uh, twin stick eight directional shooter it's kind of a bit like uh retro city rampage in terms of like the gameplay but obviously it's stalker so it's going to feel different okay. uh but yeah I, I i'm hoping that's going to come out all right it's i i think i think i can transpose it somehow i don't know if it's going to work but that's that's my main project at the moment it's called uh, i'm calling it zona which is the russian for zone mm-hmm. yay for pripyat yeah yes Awesome. And and Lehman, uh, the love the Ask Lovecraft After Dark. I'm looking yeah. forward to when when can we expect the next episode and who will be on? So I just booked my next guest. Uh, folks can find out more information uh, by going to uh, this place is actually uh, Facebook. Uh, you can go to the Ask Lovecraft Appreciation Society, a fine uh, group of uh, attractive, discerning individuals. Um, they get first shot at uh, watching the show, the interviews live, and then they get released on the weekend. Uh, we do it every other week. Uh, like I said, we just did Scott Glancy of Delta Green. And then in about a week and a half, we're going to have uh, Cody Goodfellow. Uh, who is a writer and an actor, and uh, he created the uh, uh, Baby Got Bass. Uh, Lovecraft. Oh, yes. And you did the opening spot for I, it. I did the, the yes, the oh my God, look at her butt equivalent, but with H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. So we're going to have him on. He's going to talk. Uh, yes. <laughs> He's going to be talking about uh, his sort of strange existence. Uh, we're going to have a good time. Uh, but yeah, uh, folks uh, can find out more at AskLovecraft.com, uh, find out about kind of live shows and what's happening in my neck of the woods at LehmanKessler.com, or you can follow me on Twitter where I scream into the void every day at Lehman Kessler. Excellent. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow, folks. I will be interviewing Paul Tremblay, um, author Paul Tremblay. And I am very excited and I look forward to that. Um, again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you when we see you. Have a wonderful evening, folks. Just as a quick note, Leah's interview with Paul Tremblay has already been conducted and released. So head on over to www.legendsoftabletop.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.